Good Wednesday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us the day before Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays, a holiday that's about friends and family and love, a holiday that's sans gift, gifts, and it's really about just spending good times with good people and people you care about. And that's what makes Thanksgiving so very, very special. And hey, the food doesn't hurt either, does it? Uh, Judah Wickhauer, our director, Keith Smith, the star of our program. Judah, if you could go to the studio camera, then the two shot, and welcome the distinguished gentleman to the program. And look at that, Keith. Judah's got the microphone in I, front I of him. I was just thinking that. He's look at ready that. to rock and roll. He's in jolly and spirits. And we made him laugh already. I know, I know. Before we, in our pre-production <laughs> meeting, which is, you know, if you can get Judah to chuckle, it's funny. I write it down. I know. It's funny. <laughs> right. It's funny. I, write it I sincerely down. mean that as well. I, I, I honestly didn't do it, and I can't remember what the heck I said. So whatever I said, I've got to remember it so I can make, make, him, make him chuckle. But look, you know, today, day before Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble. Um, you know, I kicked in our run-up to the cameras going hot. Um, you know, I was giving my first shout-out of thanks to, uh, to the VA medical system and and a shout out to the vets that, that aren't going to be home or the first folks that are currently serving our country overseas that aren't going to be home for Thanksgiving. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers. You know, they, they, definitely, uh, they definitely need it and, and deserve it. But I just wanted to talk about and throw it out in the world, you know, what everybody is thankful for. You know, we, we talk about inventory. We talk about no inventory. We talk about interest rates and no interest rates and, you know, what is everybody thankful for at this point? You know, and maybe something a little bit different than I don't mean to be the, the, the you know diminishing it than you know family and friends and all that stuff. Something other than that. What are you thankful for? So something other than family, and and, and me of course. Oh, um, of course I was going to say you. I'm thankful for Keith. But, That's but, the first thing I was going to no, say. No, no, Absolutely. no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I lie for a living. Nice <laughs> I job, know. nice job, though. Nice job. <laughs> No, seriously, what, what, what other than your family and all this stuff, what, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for this community. Oh, there you go. I'm Good thankful answer. for the Charlottesville and Albemarle County and Central Virginia communities. I'm thankful for the opportunity to connect with so many people talking about Charlottesville and Albemarle and Central Virginia and yeah. the main, many different uh, layers to the onions. And, you know, we talk about stuff that is, is real and, and hard and honest and difficult and challenging. It's and hard. You know, we go about this show not trying to do kumbaya and make friends with everything we, we discuss, but we go about this show from places of honesty and places of like doing what's best for the community in the big picture. And sometimes it, it, it is, sometimes there is friction and challenges in the short term to get to where you want long term. And it's, it, and I learned this, I learned this from someone uh, that I have tremendous respect for. Um, doing the right thing is not usually the easy way. Well, it's never the case. It's, it's often the hard way. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what the topic is, you know, um, you know, running a marathon is not an easy thing to do, right? It takes a lot of commitment and training, and you don't have to run it at Olympian world pace, you know. Just finishing it takes a lot of commitment and planning. I, I'll tell you, you know, um, part of what I'm thankful for is, is what we've been doing here in, in my particular world for the last, God, what are we on, five years now? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
And A, I'm thankful that I think I'm getting a little better at this. Oh, dude. Who knows? You're a natural. Well, I don't know, but I'm a natural something. I don't know about this. But it really makes me better at how I serve people. And because it, I have to, and I've said this a couple of times before, because I have to be on the journey on the spot. It's helped me learn how to communicate with, with people and how to, how to have conversations with them that maybe are difficult, that I know are difficult, and able to communicate people in, in a way maybe they understand it instead of, instead of me. But I'm thankful to all the people that watch and listen to this show, Real Talk with Keith Smith, I really am. Thank you for my partners, because without them I wouldn't be doing this. But this really makes me better at, at serving others uh, every day, and I'm I'm super thankful, thankful for that. So that that you know, other than the family, and you know, the health is a little challenging right now, and we're we're getting through that. But um, you know, uh, I'm I'm thankful for what we do and how we connect, connect with people. I also understand the awesome responsibility that it it brings on. Oh my goodness gracious! I mean, that was shocking to me. I didn't expect to have that hit me four and a half years ago. I mean, it's, 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 it's a responsibility we don't take lightly with a viewership and platform of this reach. We don't take it lightly. Kyle Irvin says, I'm thankful for life lessons and, and nature and the nature that allows you to reset and reconnect with your human self side from all the noise and struggles of today's world. Kyle, that's beautiful. So, uh, Kyle, what, what, what are you... Uh, uh, most thankful for being part of Charles, city of Charlottesville in the area. What do, you, what do you like the most or what do you find the most thankful that you are for in the Charlottesville area? I, I've got some, some thoughts on it. I'd love to hear what some of the viewers and the listeners are. Why are they thankful for here? You know, we, we've, got, we've got some tough stuff in front of us and some tough stuff that's going on right now from schools to rezoning and Goodness all that gracious. stuff. But putting that aside... What are we thankful for for living in this particular area? I know what I am. Judah, we want you to jump in the mix and what you're thankful for. Why don't we start with Judah and then we'll go with Kyle. We'll get to Grayson. We'll get to Miguel. Me, we'll get to Stephen here. You can uh, Judah Wickhauer. Actually, you can be thankful for Yona with the cookies. Oh, yeah. Judah, I, I, I'm curious. Judah and I have worked alongside each other. Did we decide if it was 12 or 13 years? I mean, it's, over, it's either over 12 or over 13 years. I'm pretty sure it's over 12. Over 12 years? Yeah. Okay, over 12 years. What are you thankful for? You know, obviously, you don't have to say this fantastic work environment and the fact that we always get along and there's no bickering and it's reasonable work expectations so and the fact that we're not working that long hours. So there's one thing that is not is a liar. Uh, no. <laughs> I think, I think in, when the great scheme I don't even things, think there's any white lying in that man's... Well, I'll say this, and, and then we'll throw it to Judah. I, I heard this. I'm hearing this more and more, and I'm sincere with what I'm about to say to you. I'm hearing this from a lot of people. What you and I are doing with the, our 1230 I Love Seville show mm -hmm. and how you've been blossoming with your commentary and the perspective that you share on the program from where you started to where you are now. I mean, I hear from a number of folks that and that's they... That's a difficult position for him to be in. I mean... I mean that's a difficult I would position. say, Judah, you're an introverted guy. I'm definitely an introverted guy. He's an introverted guy. And when we do this talk show in the five days a week, he is asked, encouraged, pushed, maybe his arm is twisted uh, to... I, I, Judah, 
I get it. Offer some <laughs> very vocal commentary in front of a lot of folks. And I'm hearing more and more and more and more from people that the commentary that you offered is not only valued and well-received, but it's commentary that people want to hear and look forward to uh, listening to as they make it appointment television or appointment content. I really sincerely mean that. So I'm thankful for you. Well, thank you. And I appreciate that. And I think, uh, I think a lot of that is, is due to you. Um, and I, and I, thankful and appreciate you because uh yeah i am introverted i'm uh i work better in a uh in a uh in a discussion in an environment where we're you know we're trading ideas and thoughts and so <clears throat> when you make that environment inviting enough for me to uh to open up i think it's better for the show and so i appreciate you uh you providing that space uh, thank you. How about things that you're grateful for? This man's hopping in on an airplane tomorrow. He's being uh, wearing the uh, the crown or the hat of best uncle potentially in the country, <laughs> literally flying. And may re-gift a couple of cookies. I, I think he's going to <laughs> yeah. do that. I mean, I think he is literally going to do that. Um, Next time I've got to put Yes Realty Partners on the cookies instead of that so we can't re Judah's them. flying <laughs> to California on Thanksgiving Day to hang out with his sisters and his niece. Yeah. Um, Travel is a pain in the tail. I think we all can agree to that, especially on a holiday, and yep. especially for a short window of mm -hmm. less than three days to go cross-country. Three days? Uh, let's see, fly on Thursday, spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then fly back. I know, okay. I, but you're doing it for family. And so, my, so that's something you do when you're younger and don't have a lot of little people that you have to take care of? He is doing it for a little person. No, yeah. no, no, but he's not bringing little people. Oh, I don't think yeah, he yeah. could do that no, if he had little no, people. No, no, My no. sister is also wrangling us into a, uh, another photo shoot, I think the second this year. Wow. Is it? It, it might be. Uh, it's, so we've been getting, uh, we've been getting color, uh, color advice. Get your hair colored? I noticed no. it looked a little darker. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, color advice on what to wear uh, from, uh, yeah, you're getting... from, from the photographer on a... Uh, Clothing attire? Yeah. That's uh, a tough job being a photographer. Oh, that is no a doubt. tough job. You got to wrangle everybody up. I got to tell but you, I'm, I'm having I'm, a little bit of a shock here. At the Woody moment. Fincham says, I'm thankful for the UVA Oncology Center. Mm -hmm. They did right by Mrs. Fincham. There you go. Woody Fincham, we're thankful for you. We're thankful for Amen. the vulnerability of the comment you just shared. We wish you and your beautiful wife nothing but the best. What I... You, you see what love is when you see the Finchams in action, uh, for sure. Woody, thank you for that comment. Kevin Higgins, who's watching in Greenville, I, I Greenwood. I second his comment because my mom, uh, my mom got some help there. Okay, okay, fantastic. Is everything good? And yeah, yeah, this was a few years ago. She okay. had, I think it was a, a tumor in her nose, and so it required removal and some, uh, uh, some plastic surgery. Um, I don't think she was ever in serious danger, praise the Lord, but, uh, but they did an amazing job. So one of the reasons I'm thankful for this, for this region, you know, we, we bash on 
not bash on UVA, but you know, UVA is this 10 ton elephant in the room, right? UVA is easy to pick on. Because it's the 10 ton elephant, right. right? But the reality is we're great. We're so lucky to have UVA. Well, well, if UVA wasn't here, we wouldn't be here. So. Exactly right. Uh, but I, I also am in the middle because the, the VA, since I'm so far away from the closest VA hospital, all my work is done at UVA. So I am, that's three people that are thankful for the UVA oncology department because that's kind of where all my, I do my blood work and it all ends up over, over there. So that's part of the reason a lot of people are thankful about this. You know, it's part of the problem or part of the struggle why we have a 30% increase in price since 2020 until now and we have a 67 decrease in the amount on market. But as you guys were chatting, I just opened up my Paragon for the first time this morning. Seven days back from today, 27 new homes came on the market. Put that in perspective, because again, I'm thankful for Jerry teaching me how to take pictures and do all You're this welcome, stuff Keith. and date them. November, the same, the same Thanksgiving, the same Wednesday before Thanksgiving in 21, it was 82 homes. Mm. The same Thanksgiving in um, 22 was 64. So we went from 82 three years ago, 82 homes on the market new, to 64 to now 27. And I sent you an article that we are. Um, I'll see if I can find it. At our 10 year low. I think it was 13. 13, I apologize. Yeah. 13, 13 year low in inventory. That being said, you know, what goes down comes up. And, and, I, and I do. We I, hope. No, well, unless it's a lead ball instead of a rubber ball. But at the moment, I've got a. Spal Anybody here know what a Spalding ball is? A Spalding? A Spalding ball. I don't know what a Spalding ball is. Yeah, so it's, it's a New York thing. You would play stoop ball and stick ball in the street with it. It's a little red rubber ball, and you would steal your mother's mop and cut the handle off of the mop, and you would use it to play stick ball in the street. You guys never, okay. you guys never lived. No, we, 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 uh, we, we, since we didn't play stick ball in the street, we've never lived. No, I'm only kidding. I'm, just, I'm only kidding. I bet you guys never played the kind of handball I played in Los Angeles as a kid. Oh, I don't Please know let us that. know. I played a lot of handball, my friend. Uh, this wasn't. This, this was on a handball soapbox over here. You remember? But was the, it was it a handball and a handball court? Oh yeah. yeah, we, yeah. So we, 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 I played on a handball court and handball and just on a wall behind a building. Yeah, we, yeah, we play in alleys. Yeah. And with uh, like a racquetball, no, something that bounces. No. Yeah, it sounds like you play with a Spalding ball. A little round. Red, it's probably the same ball that you use. Probably not. It's softer. You can use it for a handball. But we would play in alleys. And you would play both off both walls. Oh yeah, right. We would play that and way. Then you had to dodge the rats. Oh, okay. And, Jeez, Louise. And stuff, and the gang members coming. Okay, through and, this is a little different. Yeah, a little different. How big were the rats you were dodging? The size of kitty cats? <laughs> I believe they were small dogs. The, the rats were small dogs. <laughs> Kevin Higgins, and we'll go to judo. The rats with, would look. The rats would look at you. And go, your game sucks. Oh man, there you go. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Way. Kevin Higgins <laughs> says, "I'm thankful for the I Love Seville Network." There you go. Uh, you guys provide a utility to empower the in, the uninformed. And it makes Charlottesville a better community. That's kind words there for us. Look at those big words that he's the using. The mayor of Greenwood dropping oh, knowledge over here. Judah Wickhauer, your handball variation. Uh, so does anybody, does anybody remember the, the larger red balls? They were probably... Oh, yeah, yeah. You would use, you would use for uh, dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. got it. We used those for that was our handball stuff, and we had and we had big walls, yeah. just a wall that was sit, standing. You played handball, standing with a dodge in, the, ball. in the center of the of the schoolyard on 
on blacktop, and it was like probably 12 or 15 feet tall, uh, 12 or 15 feet wide, just a wall standing there. And then you had like lines drawn on either side. So you had like one court on one side, one court on the other. And we'd play handball. Six, that sounds was our, fun. That was our handball. Yeah, it was a blast. I'd play for handball right now. I loved it. Yeah. Since November 21 to this week, it's a 67% drop Oof. in new homes on the market week over week. That, you know, comparing the week of November, Thanksgiving and November 21 to Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving, this Wednesday, there's, uh, it, jumped, it dropped from 82 to 27, uh, uh, which is uh, 55 units at 67%, negative 67%. Uh, Bill McChesney watching the program. Hey, he Bill. says, I'm thankful for all my Martha Jefferson physicians and their staff that have kept me alive for the last six years. Colon go, cancer Amen, and brother. getting scoped. Yeah, uh, Bill McChesney, respect for that. Um, but, Judah, if you put a lower third on screen, maybe the top line says, uh, what, are you, what, are, what are you thankful for, question mark, or viewers, comma, what are you thankful see. for, question mark, and then the bottom line, put your comments in, in the feed and we'll relay them live on air. That would be great. A little call to action. Keith Smith, yeah. show is yours. Yeah, yeah. So, look Oh, up. we'll get to the uh, Neil Williamson. We talked about this on the I Love Seville show, the SeavilleHousingForAll.com website. This came up last week on the show, which was authorized and paid for by the Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors. We will get to that website in a matter of moments. We talked about that. I offered uh, uh, about 20 minutes of commentary last week on that. But, Keith, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Thankful for Neil, right? So, uh, you know, we, we live in, in, a, in a town, in an area that really is unusual. That a lot of people are engaged. It may not look like it, but a lot of folk, but I think compared to most areas, and I hear this because um, I'm fortunate enough to travel and speak in different places around the country, particularly on this housing affordability, whatever topic, you know, housing-related items. And when you start talking about from, you're from Charlottesville and all that stuff, it, you know, you're, you know, you, you hear that, that we are engaged, right? For the size of the area that we are, percentage-wise, I think, and Neil might disagree with this, uh, we are, are engaged pretty, you know, pretty uh, effectively in it. In the, in the community. So I'm, I'm thankful for Neil, man, because, you know, for those of us who can't attend the meetings, he does it on our behalf, and, and you follow him. Jamie Turner watching the program, repping the pep, the mayor of Gordonsville. Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. I'm thankful I bought my two houses at a 3% rate when yeah. I did. Jamie Turner, you're sitting on stacks. Hey, man. Uh, I, I'll do this for Jamie Turner, and he'll appreciate what I'm doing right now. Jamie Turner, you undoubtedly are sitting on stacks, my friend, undoubtedly. He, he is, but he's in a great position right now. I, I, um, so yesterday and this afternoon, Yona and I hand out pies to all our clients. So Ooh. I'm wandering around, talking to our clients, which is a great opportunity. Like a Thanksgiving Santa Claus. Well, I'm thankful for that, because I get to reconnect on a one-to-one. -one. Someone tagged you in a Facebook post. Yeah, face-to-face yeah. -face and reconnect with folks and talk about all that stuff. I'm going to push back a little bit on the mayor, right? And you kind of knew I was going to do that. Um, a lot of the conversations I'm having with people that are at this 3%, we brought it up a couple of hundred times, is that they're panicking because they don't know what to do, 
right? Because they have to move, right? If you don't have to move, this is great. Now, Jamie Turner's got a beautiful wife, a newly born daughter, yeah. and I have a feeling that he's sat with these two houses for a very long time. Absolutely. Yeah. But for the, for the person that has to move, this 3% has been a bit of a handcuffs, golden handcuffs. We're able to get them a lot of money, right? From the, from the sale. From there's the, opportunities to work around that. There's opportunities to work around that, but when you only have 27 houses to buy, one of my clients that I handed a pie to, and this is why you do this, yeah. says, you know what? We're ready to sell our house and buy something in Crozet and Ivy. And I said, great, let's sit down and look what's available. <coughs> well, here's your pie. <laughs> <laughs> here's your pie. <laughs> I'll be more than happy to help you Absolutely. eat it. Absolutely. <laughs> here's your pie. So, uh, yeah, and... and uh, <laughs> You know, and they can afford the pay, right? And they, they, and they, we looked at it, but we mapped out a plan. I can't give out names. We mapped out a plan because the home that they own closer to Charlottesville is fully owned. It's it's paid outright, and and literally, it's a conversation. That, it's it's a weird conversation to have. They were like, "Oh, shucks, I should have never paid my house off because they don't have any write-offs now." They're making too much money. The wife actually stopped working because this is a weird conversation. There's pros and cons to both sides. It is. But so now what they want to do, which I think is we mapped out a plan, they'll keep that home rented for a substantial amount of money. And then they're going to they're going to buy and use whatever income they're pulling off of house A to help offset. Talk about ways around it to offset the extra expense for the home that we're looking at in Crozet and Ivy which is substantially more expensive, but they'll kind of actually get back to a monthly payment that is manageable because house A is paid off. They're receiving many thousands of dollars. They will receive many thousands of dollars a month in rent. They'll carve off a piece of that to go ahead and help offset the expense of the seven, seven and a quarter, whatever they're going to do on their house to buy. So to your point, why you need a trusted advisor, why you need somebody... Uh, in your on your ballpark as a buyer's agent because you have to help navigate these struggles because they're highly educated. They're, all P, they're both PhDs, right? They're not. They're pretty smart folks, but couldn't figure out how to navigate this. And and I had a pie with them. So there you go. Jamie Turner says, "Yep, we're set forever with these yep. two houses." Yep. But Keith makes a great point. What worries me potentially is values going down. I don't see that happening, mm. but it is a worry of mine. Yeah, so I, I don't... <clears throat> Kevin, so I, we'll get to your comment here. Grayson, your comment. Uh, Laura, we'll get to your comment. Spencer, we'll get to your comment. Bill, we'll get to your comment. Um, Lisa Costello, welcome to the program. Ray Cadell, uh, Heather Walker, Johnson Village's finest. Juan Sarmiento, get pasa, Chico. Go ahead, keep speaking. So back to the mayor's comment. Um, look, this runway, this runway of lack of inventory, I, I, we're going we're to be this way to the end of this decade. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So Jamie's a smart guy, smart family. I'm sure they're going to pay their principles down, if not already, down to a certain point that even if the prices stabilize, and I just don't see them going backwards. We're so short on supply. I just, just don't see it happening. Um, uh, you know, you're going to do great. You know, you're going to walk away with, what do we call it? Stacks of cash? Stacks of paper. Stacks of paper. Sitting on stacks, baby. Uh, to go ahead and do that. So I, 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 I really, and I'm not saying that just because this is what I do for a living. I honestly believe this, that it's, it's we're not going to go backwards. We may 
we're gonna be, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to jump around with you on the first of December. Woody's going to sit here, and we're oh, gonna, love Woody Finch. We're going to we're we already got our almost got our November numbers done. So you know we released our October numbers. Where, where are the uh, quarterly reports for our area association? Have the reports come out? So we got our we got our. October number. I'm going to skip over that, Mr. Miller. <laughs> I got you trying to get me into trouble. Oh God! And uh, so what's what? So our October numbers we put out the first couple of days in November. On December one, we're going to put out our November numbers. We looked at October. October was down twenty percent. October over October from 2020 to now. I think you're going to f- see this is even going to get worse. But I really believe, beginning of the year, based on the vibe and the conversations we're having, I think you're going to start seeing a bit of an uptick in inventory. It's so damn anemic, a slight uptick is really not going to make much of a dent in the inventory. But I think you're going to start seeing people starting to put their homes on the market. I know for sure, and the coffee's kicking in. I see that. The... The the buyer inventory the buyer conversations are off the charts. I've never been so busy about buyer conversations as I've had in a long time. And everybody is like, okay, talk to me about the market, talk to me about where it's going, when is a good time to buy? And the answer always is if you're ready, willing, and able to do it, <coughs> now's the right time to buy. Now's and oh by the way, I don't I, I don't want to jinx myself. I'm gonna let it go. But I actually might be able to prove the conversation we had. What the hell is today? Wednesday? That yeah. we had on Monday oh. that one could potentially close by the end of the year. I don't want to jinx myself. If you close. I don't want to jinx myself. Are you myself. under contract? Like I said, I okay. don't want to jinx Okay, you don't want to jinx yourself here. Uh, this is a little, zi- a little zing. I tend to do that. Then I'll, damn Kevin it. Yancey zinging uh, Keith a little bit. Hey. Uh, Kevin Yancey in Waynesboro says, Oh, good morning and happy Thanksgiving Eve, gentlemen. We love you very much and appreciate the show. On this particular morning, it looks like Judah Wickhauer did Keith Smith's hair. Oh, <laughs> dude, really? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's interesting that you brought that up, Kevin Yancey, because this morning I gave Keith props on the hair with the windswept look. He's literally got no spray, no pomade in today. He... This right? is the first show that I've never no done. No spray, no pomade. First show ever, right? Are you saying I'm a bad hairstylist? No. <laughs> I, think, I think what he's saying is you guys have similar hairstyles today. Is that, Kevin, is that what you're saying? You have similar Thanks, hairstyles? Thanks, Kevin. And, and the very intriguing aspect Love of you, Kevin uh, t- talking about hair is Keith and I may be two of the most vain people when it comes to our hair. Of, just the uh, hair, huh? Just, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just the hair. Hey, we, we it have, is the Thanksgiving Eve, so we, we got to be a little. We honest. have good hair. We got. I, uh, we have good hair. So, Kevin, I was at the VA clinic at seven o'clock this morning, and was running a little bit late. Uh, I got there at zero seven hundred, like a good marine, uh, but. Uh, I did not do my hair, so thank you for noticing, Kevin. I appreciate it. He that. says, look above the eyes. The, uh, the bangs are positioned in exactly the right <laughs> way with you and Keith. Look, Judah, tilt your, both you guys tilt your head to the side here. Multiple viewers and listeners are asking. No, they're not. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, look, I, look. One of these days, I'm going to get off of my you chair. You should. And look, no, I, I, I believe you. No, look, literally. I believe he you. He says, seriously, look above the eyes. I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. Uh, I'll throw this to you guys. Uh, now I got to get up. Do I got to get up into the green room and do my hair? I'm, no, you're fine. The windswept look here. We can turn the fan on and blow the hair if you want. Do you want that? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, when, when the AC was out, we had fans installed in here. We can turn them on. 
No. Um, all right, I'll throw this comment to Neil Williamson. You're watching the program. Neil um, and Carly Wagner, welcome to the broadcast. Georgia Gilmer, Bob Yarborough, Aaron King, welcome to the show. Dr. Downey, Olivia Branch, the Queen of Keswick. Love you, Olivia Branch. Albert Graves, love you too, homie. Uh, thank you kindly for watching. Taylor Sutton, hello, welcome to the program. Trevor Knight, David Puso, Dean Russell, Earl Smith, one of the kings of Scottsville, Brittany Gray, one of Stanley Martin's finest, Catherine Lochner, Jeffrey Bibb, Todd Rath, just a, a mayor and cider virtuoso. The oh, I was Stanton thinking real about estate him investor, the other Seth day. Liskey, watching the show. I was in Richmond uh, and had uh, one of his ciders at a brewery. I want to throw this to Neil Williamson. Neil, I got a question for you. Keith Smith and I have a proposition bet. I love prop bets. I'm a huge fan of prop bets. I think you like to bet, period. In fact, I do. There's a lot of prop bets have that you ever are been going. To Vegas? Uh, I've been to Tahoe. I have not been to Vegas. Um, I did casinos in New Orleans. One of the reasons I like the prop bets is that because it requires uh, thinking quickly on your feet, hedging risk, and determining outcomes that are likely or unlikely in the spur of the moment. Those are some of the things that I, you know. I got you. I'm, I'm, listen I'm listening. Um, so this is the prop bet, Neil Williamson, we have is upzoning. Will counsel. Zoning rewrite. Draft zoning ordinance. Zoning rewrite. Okay, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> DZO, draft zoning ordinance, upzoning, zoning rewrite. Yeah. They need an effing brand for this, right? They need a brand. So here's the bet, Neil. Will the zoning rewrite be approved by council before close of business December 31st? Will it happen in 2023 or will it happen in 2024? We've got a second problem. We have a bottle of booze on that bet. I'm curious, that's Neil. That's Jerry and I bet. That's what me and Keith have. We have a, multiple other prop bets. Judah Wickower and I have a prop bet on who will be named the mayor. And I bought into that. And he did. He bought into it. Who will be named the mayor in the first meeting of January? Judah Wickower, uh, he picks Michael Payne, a.k.a. Major Payne. Um, I suggest I've, really? I, I give them nicknames. <laughs> they have nicknames. We have the Snookinator. Um, I vote. I bet um, Juan Diego Wade, JDW is his nickname, Juan Diego Wade. Uh, he says Natalie Alstrand. Well, I, I happen to agree with you, but in order to end, not but, but end in order to be. Why can't you say but? I don't know. I, I, my daughter tells me not to you say You could say so but. My daughter tells, tells me not to say, by the way, she did very well on her test. You want to, oh, fantastic. Yeah, I want to hear about that. He, she took her real, real uh, estate test. Only one half of it. She has to take the other half. So she passed the Virginia half. Now she has to take the national half. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. He says it's Natalie Ostrin. Some of our viewers and listeners have nicknamed her uh, Nat GPT uh, for a variation of Chat GPT. Uh, not GPT. Hey, it's, we kid, I'm, I'm listening. We kid because we care. I'm listening. So there's three prop bets. Who's going to be the mayor in January? I say JDW. He says Austrian. He says Major Payne. And then the, the other prop bet is who's going is uh, upzoning going to be approved in 2023 or improved in, uh, approved in 2024? You know what Neil, should, what do you think? You know what we should do? I don't know if we can do this. Can we like put a poll out on one of our like? Oh yeah. One of our feeds. We can do that. Yeah, that'd be really good. That would be really two good good polls to throw out there to see what the what the uh, the viewers and listeners uh, think on that. Yancey says every Marine carries a tin of Dapper Dan. They on do, that. they do. What is Dapper Dan? Is that pomade? It's pomade. Yeah, yeah. Dapper Dan is a, is kind of a re reference to uh, 
Old like brother, where art, where art thou? Ah. Yeah. Clooney used to was a dapper Dan. He was uh, always looking around for yeah. it. To say I watched that movie regularly would be um, correct. Do you have a man crush on Clooney? <laughs> of course. Okay, there we go. That's his man crush. <laughs> Chuck Ramey says JW has literally uses the nickname JW. JW has a great natural look from Chuck Ramey, giving you some props there. Thank you. So what are yeah. we thankful for? Anybody ch no chiming product. in on that? What are you guys thankful for? Put it in the feed. Uh, put it in the feed. Who do you think is going to win these bets? Put it in the feed. Judah, you, you're sticking with major pain on that one, huh? Uh, that, I, that would make sense. I, 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 could, I, could, I, I can see that he's been taking a little bit of a leadership role, at least in meetings I've been with him, him for, you know, kind of stepping up a little bit. It could be. It could be that, but there, you know, you know how this process works, right? <laughs> Neil Williamson, I love you so much. Go ahead, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, you know, I'll get the seriousness out real quick. You know how this works, right? This is just negotiated amongst themselves. Oh yeah, right? I yeah. had a real. I, the counselors I'll, picked the mayor. I had. A, I'll leave the name. Is your out. phone ringing? It is. Are, yeah. are you calling somebody? No. Looks like you're calling somebody. No, my my phone my phone is like locked. Uh, Neil Williamson says, in my humble opinion. The SIBO plans together zoning ordinance will pass prior to the close of the year. So yeah. he says Keith will win that one, Pat. Well, he also, Neil Williamson says JDW uses JDW will be mayor and Nat GPT will be the vice mayor. Neil Williamson says. Now that is a, that I agree with. We you have Nat, I know, I know, I know. You have Nat GPT as the winner. I know, I know, I know, I know. But he has major pain. But, but I have JDW. But, but make, but. Uh, Natalie becoming vice mayor makes sense. That gives her an opportunity to be in somewhat of a leadership role, get a little, get a, you know, from, from a board management perspective, that makes a ton of sense, right? I just, I just, I just hope Juan Diego has the time and ability to take it, so. Uh, Bill McChesney, the mayor of McIntyre, I agree with Neil. Lloyd is becoming the Darden town, Darden toe of this council. Dardento, the lone Republican on council years ago, was always making reasonable common sense proposals. As the old white man on council, Lloyd is now in the shadow of a great man a local park is named for. Um, so I, so I, I, I want to give a shout out to Lloyd. Lloyd's a great guy. Um, see Lloyd all the time. You may, may or may not agree with what he has to say, and, what, and, and, what, and that's not the comment I'm about ready to make. So, so here you go. I'm thankful for him. Lloyd Snook, if you're watching this program, someone DM Lloyd, text Lloyd. I could text him right now. Lloyd Snook, you have brought um, common sense and, and order, and you've made help make government boring again. I remember during the circus of the previous regime, I said on this program, and I think Neil Williamson quoted me in one of his articles on the Free Enterprise Forum. Neil, I'm on your website all the time. I want Charlottesville government to run efficiently and in the background. That's Bo what I want. Boring is always good. Always good for government. Lo local, particularly local government. Particularly local government. It's always, it's always good. But, you know, we, we've got a lot of, um, you know, big, big, big stuff in front of us, right? All the way across the board, right? Different jurisdictions and so forth and so on. And, um, but, you know, a, a shout out to, to Lloyd, you know, and I've told this to his face, and I'm going to say it publicly, he was the right person at the right time. It needed the leadership skills. Not that the other folks didn't have it, but he definitely had the skills and the ability to go ahead and kind of get that ship back to the calm waters, the boring waters on it. And, uh, you know, and, 
And believe me, I've not, not that I'm the mayor of the city, but I understand when you're chairperson of certain organizations, it's time you've done what you could do with this organization. It's time to hand it off to somebody else. I mean, he's else still the mayor for back-to-back -back terms. Yeah, and he got the sh he got the he ship. righted the ship. He righted the ship, got it to boring. Again, you may or may not agree with some of his comments or his decisions, but, but that's okay. But anybody in a leadership position is never going to make everybody happy. right. I mean, that's one of the things we've learned but about you, from this talk show. But you have to respect them for their leadership and stepping up and and taking it. So my hats off to him. Uh, kudos to him, and and uh, if uh, I'm, I am sure he's going to get some public comment or public accolades at the end of the year, assuming he's not mayor again, uh, which it kind of appears that that's not going to be the case. I mean, that would be three straight terms. I don't see that happening. No, no nor, nor I don't think. Nor I don't think he wants that. This is, you know, the man's. I, I was. I had a one and a half hour <clears throat> meeting with an elected uh, official from Albemarle County. We're prepping for this, uh, which Neil's going to be part of, prepping for this uh, developer incentive uh, roundtable between the plan full planning commission, the full board of supervisors, and ten stakeholders. And and Neil's going to be one of those stakeholders at the table. Um, so uh, um, uh, I'm not going to be present. I'm going to be out of the country at the time. And uh, so uh, one of the board members are picking up the, the, the moderating role, and I spent an hour and a half with that person going over it, and uh, it, it's going to be pretty awesome. So, you know, I'm kind of thankful that, that these, these com tough conversations are, are moving forward. We may you not have some fill-in hosts. We have some fill-in hosts coming up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, excited about that. Um, you'll you'll kind of see them on postings coming. I don't want to talk too much about it right now because okay. we haven't set dates yet okay. and stuff like that. But they're going to be some folks sitting here. My, Yona and I are doing our annual two weeks away, having grand, Christmas with the grandkids early. Christmas with the cranks. Excuse me. Have you seen the movie Christmas with the cranks? No, no. Oh, it's a great no, movie. I watched like watch it this morning. I watched really. What time did you get up? We we wake my, our eleven month oh, old truck. wakes up at four forty five in the morning and watches a movie. Four thirty, four forty five in the morning. I mean, that's what happens. But and then we turn on like it's Christmas movie season. In fact, we watched Christmas with the Cranks this morning, and we watched half of Home Alone two before I got to the office. Oh man! So literally, I, I want to get back on. Re, the, let's give Ricardo Cruz your answer. Hey, props. Ricardo. He says, uh, "Happy hope, Thanksgiving." Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving. Good luck with the recovery on the surgery, brother. We're, we're praying for you, and you know, he had a little bit of knee surgery done. So, Kevin Yancey, Juan Diego Wade is the vice mayor now. JDW is the vice mayor now. Um, so I'm throwing that out there. He asked that question. JDW oh, yeah, got it. is the vice mayor now. So um, those who watch the show know that I am a uh, proponent okay. of, of housing, of more housing. You? I'm, I'm a proponent. Are we going to talk about car uh, essentially lobbying um, with this new website, SeavilleHousingForAll.com? Um, so I haven't seen it and looked at it, so th to be honest with you, um, but good for them. It's about time. Oh. It's about time to take a, and I'm probably going to get voted off of something, uh, voted us off the island. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but... But it's good that they, they, they need to take the risk and take public, uh, you know, positions on stuff. It, it can't all rest on Neil's shoulders to do this. Regardless if you agree with the opinion or not, 
Um, you know, we are the largest trade organization in the area. We, we do housing. This is what we do. We help people buy and sell. You know, we do our why, right? One of our whys is, is my why anyway, is we help with one of the three essentials for a trip around the sun, food, clothing, and shelter. Uh -huh. This is important, and they should take a position, a position on it. So I'm glad that they do that. But what I wanted to talk about real quick, so if you have any, I, I, I came across, um, and you guys are going to laugh your tush off, AARP. Okay, AARP. <laughs> which okay. I am a longtime member of. Good for you. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You get a lot of good discounts there. I, I do. But they did a really awesome report. So somebody, if you really want to take a look at the missing middle, discovering and developing the missing middle is the name of the report. It's about, oh God, it's double-sided, 40... 38 pages long, they do a really good job of explaining the pros and cons of what, in essence, is what the zoning rewrite is. This is this missing middle um, discussion that's, that's happening. So I would, be, I would suggest folks look at it because they have some historical contexts in here okay. on how things were done in the 1800s and the early 1900s before exclusionary zoning happened. In the late 60s, early, in our area, I believe it was seven, 69 or 72, depending on the jurisdiction that you're at, that exclusionary zoning happened. Prior to that, there was none, right? And the market did it on its own. It did this missing middle. It did these small apartments, duplexes, and so forth and so on. And it, so it's a great, great thing. It's called uh, AARP, Discovering and Developing Missing Middle. What it is, where it went, and why it's needed. Housing options for all ages. They add a, they capitalize all ages. All ages, yes. <laughs> AARP. Well, a lot of folks don't realize that you don't have to be of certain age to join. You do not. To get yeah. discounts, you do, though. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know. I've been a member since I was 55. I think if you're a member of AARP, I'm not, I'm not a member, but I, I've been told that if you're a member of AARP, you still get the discounts. And one of the great things about this... Am it, I wrong on that? Uh, I don't know. But one of the great things about this report, it's very much so Marine Corps proof. It has all kinds of pretty pictures. And showing what, what things look like. and Keith show, likes pictures. I love pictures. Pictures good. Showing, <laughs> showing, uh, uh, showing how there's, there's, there's actually, I'm trying to be serious here. There oh, are actually, there's actually pictures of, of areas like in Richmond and out west where this was done in the 1800s, uh, in the early 1900s and how it looks, looks like it. So I encourage people, it's, it's a good it's a good, easy read. Uh, Follow-up question on the zoning rewrite. Uh, Grayson, we appreciate you. So we got two down. yeses. I got, I'm, Neil's a yes, and I'm a yes by the end of the year. Oh, uh, yeah. Neil, Neil, Neil thinks it's going to happen. What, what do we he have? wasn't always like that, though. What do he we have? Well, Neil lost a bet to you on this. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that was a, it was similar bet. It, it was, wasn't the approval. It wasn't the approval. On, on what was the specifics of that I can't one? remember. I was, it was. I can't remember, to be honest with it you. It was tied to zoning rewrite. I'm it was pretty, tied, I, I, but I, I thought remember. it was approval by summer, was it not? No, it's not approved. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I, well, I would have shaved my mustache off. So and he brought a, a top-shelf bottle yeah, of booze, I, right? I can't, remember the, I can't remember what the bet was. Some, Neil will remember you, it. You have, I mean, let me look at the agenda. I can't remember. What are there, three remember. meetings left? I believe there are three meetings so left for council. Yeah, so there's three meetings left. I know that the... I know that the um, council's trying to schedule two more meetings before the end of the year. So my suspicion what will happen is on the 5th, 
They'll have a public hearing. Well, they, I don't think they'll make a decision during the public they hearing. They will not make a decision. Because that would, that would marginalize anyone who spoke during the public hearing. Well, there's also a process, right? So, so you basically, know, you, have, you need that approval to happen at the second meeting in December. Well, from what I understand, I think they're talking about sliding an extra meeting in somewhere in there. Really? I, I don't know. That's that's what the that's what the insider information over there for that's, the distinguished. That's channel. a little bit of a rumor mill that I've been. Is hearing. that to help you win this bet? Could never be that. <laughs> never be that. Uh, never, 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 never. Maybe yes, but no, no. So look, uh, the process is is. Is it'll go the same, I think, as the planning commission process, right? I think maybe that was the bet if the planning commission could pick it up. I can't, I can't remember what we bet my mustache on. But the, they'll have the public hearing. It'll be very long, right, just like the planning commission. Boatload of people speaking. There'll be boatload of people speaking. It'll run through. They'll listen. They'll take notes on it. Then they'll bring back a note. Then they'll close the public hearing. So this is tech. This is logistically an important thing, Jerry, because once that public hearing is closed, unless the full board decides to reopen it again, which generally doesn't happen, the commission, the public hearing is closed, and then it goes back to the council for debate. Right. So that's generally the process. Right. You have a like a rezoning process. You would have a public hearing, close the public hearing. It goes to debate amongst the the elected body, then they either make a decision, they defer it, or whatever, whatever action that they take. Because um, if they have to reschedule, and Neil, quote, correct me if I'm wrong, if they close it, a public hearing, and they have to reopen it, I believe there's advertisement requirements that they have to advertise, which will definitively put us past December. So it's interesting how that first, this, this public hearing will go, right? If it gets formally closed, right? then they're, they're going to try to make a decision before the end of the year. This question uh, or comment Does that from, make any sense? Oh, that, that made great sense. Grayson says, I've heard many commenters on this show say even if upzoning is going to approve, be approved, it's going to have little to no impact from creating additional inventory. That would be me. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so we'll add some clarity to that. And Neil says council has already, city council has already been rewriting the ordinance via the work sessions. All the revisions are reducing the intensity of use. Correct. So it's, it's, it's an interesting question, right? Because I, I don't know, and Neil would know this more than me, I don't know if it needs to go back to the, you know, the, 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 the city council, not that they would do this, they could send it back to the planning commission, right? I don't think they're, I don't think they would I do don't think they're going to, they're going to do that. Look, so. That would be the definition of red tape. Well, not necessarily. It, it, it would, because it, then what happened, there would be more public hearings, more public in, red tape. In, in involvement. No, I think there'd be more engagement. But my definition of red tape maybe is a little bit different than yours. Okay. But back to the question about. Miss Soto watching the program. No, thank you. Thank Philadelphia. you. Philadelphia. She thank says, you. Happy Thanksgiving to thank the you, three Philadelphia. of you. Philadelphia. Thank you. Thankful for this program and all y'all's voices. Thank Philadelphia you for saying that. Philadelphia is an awesome you. human being. She's mm. a fantastic educator. Fantastic educator. Uh, we all grow up, become as awesome as she is. We'll be doing something in our life. Um, so there's going to be a bell curve here, guys, of this thing. It, it, it's important to understand if it gets approved before the end of the year, there is going to be a long runway 
before anything gets implemented. It's going to have to go through the internal process. How does this thing actually work, even though it's all written out in there? How is it actually implemented in there? The, 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 the public, the developers, the builders are going to have to all figure this out and learn it uh, together. It's going to take a while before anything starts changing. So you think of January 1, there's going to be all these applications for building permits, it's, that's not going to happen. It's also not going to happen because I think land is a little bit too expensive. Definitely. So this is, this is, and units are expensive, this is going to be a, a very slow bell curve up. So as, as units start coming along, and we, you know, we have no idea how long that runway is, it's going to end up hitting some sort of mass where, pri where prices for dirt are going to start stabilizing a little bit. Maybe not. And who knows how long that could, it could be 10 years before it starts plateauing and then coming back down on the other side. I'm talking about inventory, guys, not price point. I, I do not see prices. I mean, it, it, we would have to increase our inventory by some obscene per, 100 percentages in order it, for it to impact um, inventory, strictly from a supply perspective. Now, there could be a lot of other things that impact it, right? You know, I was thinking about the silver bullet and the silver buckshot. Robert thing. Liberty. Robert Liberty. My boy. Yeah, so um, this morning at... I feel like I know Big Rob. At 2.30 this morning. In fact, he's come on Real Talk. He has come on Real Talk. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this at 2.30 this morning because I, again, at a certain age, you get up a couple so of times. So you were taking a pee? Something like that. Okay. And I was thinking about that before I went back to bed and, you know, how do I explain the difference between a silver bullet and a silver buckshot? But this missing middle or this rezoning could only be a couple few of those pebbles or those BBs or those silver buckshots in, in a buckshot, it's gonna require so many more in order for it to be effective. Um, Neil That took a half an hour to think no, that No, that was good. <laughs> Neil's offering for a fantastic commentary here. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, anyway. He says the Sevo plants together zoning will be an evolution yeah. and not a revolution. Mm -hmm. And he also highlights the yeoman's work of the Charlottesville city attorney um, and that the city attorney, let me read it verbatim what he said, uh, the city attorney has been riding herd on this process to make sure they do not have to do additional public hearings or advertisements. Yeah, so, so that answered my question. So, they, so they, they've really dialed this down, make sure all the legal boxes are checked on it. I'm, I'm even more convinced by the end of the year that this Mayor McIntyre says there's not a chance in H-E double hockey sticks that the Planning Commission wants this back. No. I, I, would they? No. Dude. Yeah, I'm done. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to quote the mayor who sat in one of these chairs some months ago, and we were talking about this. I, th I, think, it, I think it was him and... I can't remember who joined him on that, on that show. Uh, it was... Uh, it wasn't It wasn't. It was a candidate. Payne. I'm drawing a blank. Bob? Oh, that's right. It was Fenwick. Bob Fenwick. That's exactly right it was. Yeah. It was Fenwick. Bobby Fen. And it was Bobby a, Fenwick. There was a good back and forth Big Balls debate. Bobby Fenwick. There was a good back and forth debate yeah. about that. You should go back, go back and look, look, look for it. Uh, but but the mayor, what the mayor said is exactly what's going to happen, right? They're going to, I think, they're going to get this adopted. It is nowhere near perfect. And as it goes through, they're going to start ratcheting different things up. They're going to start bringing things in and start taking things out. Because the implementation of this is going to be in the control of the city, right? And what gets ramped up and back. But 
or and, if they change it, then that's called, what's called is a ZTA. And that's called a zoning text amendment, which by the way is a re similar as a rezoning action and has to go all the way back to the beginning and do it. So I, I know they're trying to get this as close to perfect as possible, uh, but it never will be. The market will change, things will go ahead, this will get tweaked over time and ratcheted up one way or the other. But guys, it, it's, you're not gonna on January 1 all of a sudden have $5,000, 5,000 extra units. units. It is gonna be a long, slow roll. And it, it may not ratchet up at all. If um, prices don't change, it probably will not. McChesney says um, that uh, some of the medium density properties near me, at least three of them sold over, for over a million dollars each. Yeah. So, so that, Ann Clark Ramey watching the program. We love when you watch the program, um, Ann Clark Ramey. So the Happy where, Thanksgiving. Matt. Happy Thanksgiving, Thank everyone. you, guys. I always enjoy the shows. I'm thankful for the roof over my head. There you I go. I feel very, very blessed. There you go. Um, and, Bill, happy Thanksgiving to you, and I'm thankful for your participation in the show on a regular basis. Um, a lot of that stuff could be 1031 folks just buying and sitting and holding, right? Uh, but, look, it, it depends on the where, right? And, and you've got to look at this this flum, right, on uh, this map. And if, if Bill is next to some of these C3s and C8s and C5s, <coughs> whatever the heck the, the acronyms are that are going to have multi-rise thing, they, they, may, they, may, they may step up a little bit. But, guys, Google a little bit. Google what's happening to the multifamily housing in this country. I don't think it's here yet, but you're starting to see a softening in the apartment permits and the apartment thing. That's the real area as far as uh, housing is concerned. Because it's fairly saturated. It is extremely saturated. So it, you know, when you start looking at balance sheets and ROIs and projections, some of these projects may not pencil out, particularly at seven, well, probably eight to ten percent for construction money right now, for a acquisition and development money. So it may just sit tight until money's a little bit cheaper before it goes in. So this stuff is just not going to happen overnight. Um, folks are highlighting the sensitivity zones that have been created. Um, the sensitivity zones, for example, one around the 10th and Page neighborhood. Uh, and the sensitivity zone was created by government officials to and consultants um, to basically, with the thinking of gentrification prevention, um, it was a unique twist or wrinkle included within the last handful of months, frankly, in response to uh, phase three dairy market. That's why we saw that uh, chitter chatter, uh, the sensitivity zones. Um, this question has come into the feed, which is a good one. If once the zoning rewrite, as Keith likes to call it, is approved, which type of new housing does he see to be uh, first? Oh, great question. And second, most prolific? That is a great question. First, would you say the, the, the granny cottage, the, the basement apartment? That would be the easiest transition, right? So, the quickest transition? Uh, yes and maybe no oh, yes. Maybe yes, maybe uh, no um, yes. Yeah, so I mean from a, from a look, what... I've got it in my truck. I didn't bring it with me. It's 400 pages long, and that's an old version. I, I haven't, I didn't want to spend an extra $300 printing the, the, the updates and all this kind of great stuff in it. Um, if you open up a zoning ordinance, that's only one half of the equation. The other half of the equation 
is the site plan portion of it. What do you actually have to do to build it? So from a zoning perspective, yes, the, the, the low-hanging fruit would be ADUs, auxiliary dwelling units. Those who Well, there's different kinds of ADUs. A lot of folks think the ADU is like a new detached structure in the backyard, like a new structure created. An ADU could also be the basement apartment conversion. That's correct. That's probably the most, is that the most cost affordable? Yes and maybe no yes, and that's the place I was trying to go okay. Go with this. is um, Folks that watch the show know I'm part of an, a national cohort on this to work through uh, ADUs, auxiliary dwelling units, how to use them for the affordable housing space or the housing affordability space on it. Um, and I'm on it from my development building expertise and so forth and so on and whatever, and the fact that I'm part of a land trust. The problem with the basement end of it Yep. is now you've got to, because now you're going to have to comply, you know, these illegal ones that are out there, th those are not going to be able to happen as easily any, anymore, right? Okay. So now if you have to legally do this, you have to have certain head heights, right? You've got to be seven foot two. This uh, is good knowledge right here. Yeah, you've got to be seven foot two um, from, from bottom of whatever you have on your ceiling to your floor, right? A lot of basements around here are not that tall, Right. So that's kind of telling you you need about an eight-foot basement. It's not a normal basement for older homes in here. New construction homes, definitively, you would have that height. You've got that. You've got to have, two, you've got to have at least two forms of um, egress out. The door outside, that probably covers as one. The bedroom has to have its own form of egress. This is if you've got a fire, you've got to be able to get the heck out. Right? So there's a whole kind of criteria for that. There's always workarounds for this. It's just a matter of money, right? The other thing is, is you're gonna have to have some sort of two hour fire separation because the building side of the equation, which is not in this 400 pages, the building department has their own series of criteria. This was the problem out in Seattle and Portland when they adopted this stuff. They never actually dug into the building code side of things. It's not included in any of this stuff. It's just strictly planning. Now I'll go back to the detached ADU. Oh, by the way, on the interior ADU, depending upon how this all gets interpreted and, and, and enacted, and I use that word interpreted well because staff interprets this 400 pages, right? You may have to have it secondly metered, water metered, and you may have to have it secondly uh, electric metered. So now you got to bring separate water, which I don't, I don't think that's going to work, but definitively second, separate power. How are you handling your, your waste, right? So it, this isn't as simple as this 400 pages says. I hope this is, is helpful. No, it's very helpful. Um, frankly, a detached ADU, auxiliary dwelling unit, would be easier to build because you're, look, you've done enough renovations in your life, right? I've never seen a renovation come in under budget. There you go. If you think it's going to cost you a dollar, it will cost you two. Absolutely. Two and a half. Two, if you're lucky, two. Yeah. Right? So an existing ADU is new construction. It's more known. It's also super expensive. Price per square foot is substantially higher than if you were to build an 1,800 to 2,000 square foot house. And why is that, Jerry? 
Uh, Because it's the same process. It's the same process. You're still doing water and sewer connections. You're still doing kitchens. Except it's extremely small. And it's small. So the price per square foot is usually... I learned so much from you. (laughs) Five years of going, uh, getting a master's, a PhD in real estate and development. I thought you were going to say bullshit. No. Little ears. Uh, Neil Williamson says, I'm thankful for all those people who support the free enterprise forum and keep me employed tracking local public policy. I am thankful for the Free Enterprise Forum as well. The Free Enterprise Forum is a stand-up, fantastic, A-plus content hub, and Neil does yeoman's work. He is often streaming and watching multiple government meetings at the same time, and I am on his Twitter account, I'm on his website, and I'm constantly following the content that he creates. If you haven't donated, you need to donate to the man. Donate. Yon and I do it, do it every year. Wish we could do more than what we do, but we, we do it every year. And I'll, I'll just say this. Even, even if you don't 100% agree with some of the results, you want to donate because you want somebody there communicating what's going, what's going on. Yeah, you know, us, this, this world we live in right now where people go into corners because they maybe don't like the way something was said. Oh, who knows that more than yours truly? Yeah, to do that... Um, we need to stop that. You know, Amen, brother. You know, the, the fact that you may not agree with somebody or whatever doesn't mean you got to vilify, vilify them. So, there you go. Not that I'm saying anybody's vilifying Neil, um, but donate to the man. He, he definitely deserves it. Uh, comments coming in fast and furious right now. Um, Keith has had a BS degree for a very long time. And who said this? This is the mayor of McIntyre. Mayor yeah. of McIntyre. My mouth's moving. There are three multifamily projects that are still dragging. The one off Buena Vista, the one near Park Street Christian yep. Church, yep. and the one in Seminole Square where the giant food was located. Wait, look, um, thank you for the BS comment. I, I take that as a As a, as a badge of honor. As a badge of honor. Yeah. It's a skill. Um, it's undoubtedly yeah, we, a skill. We don't. Johnny Ornalis, Capasa Chico. It's great to Good. see you this, uh, this morning, Johnny. Same here, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, Johnny. Happy Thanksgiving. Sincerely, sincerely enjoy your company and seeing you, Johnny Ornalis. And I am so very, very excited for the grand opening of Mexicale on uh, West Main Street in the Old World of Beer location. Looking forward to it. Amen. And thankful for what they're doing out in Zion's Crossroad with, <coughs> with El Mariachi. I said that one right. I'm still working on his new restaurant. I haven't quite got, 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 got that pronounced pronunciation correctly but look i'm going to throw something out here you know we're all talking about all this this stuff right if somebody really wants to see housing increase through this zoning rewrite through this up zoning through this whatever the heck we want to call it on it the question i'm asking everybody over at city council and elected officials do you have the resources to actually do this to actually process this we built in two, we meaning the land trust, just to put this in perspective. We built four, one, two, three, four, six, was it six? Two, four. I'm sorry, four, uh, two duplexes, four units on Nassau Street back in 2019, moved people in in 2019, and we still haven't gotten back our uh, bond. How, money. how is that possible? It, how is that legal? Well, that's a great question. I don't know. I, I, this is yes. Judith. That's yeah. what put him. Go, go ahead. I don't speak for you. That's how but, my but I, I'm gonna, dad I'm gonna and his def- partner went out of business. I'm sorry? That's how my dad and his partner 
went out of business. Oh yeah, sure. We're lucky. It's only about eighteen thousand dollars. How much? How much was? Can I ask? Uh, I, it it millions. Was, millions. I'm sure. I don't know about millions, but they had. There were a lot of them, and uh, it was definitely. I think. Uh, in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. How the heck well, is I've, that? I've, I have personally put up millions and millions of dollars worth of bonds. It is always have been. It's been as long as I've been doing it. How is that legal? Three and a half. You know, I don't know if I have the answer to that. But I also know that it's always been super difficult to get it back. Look, they have... I don't want to get down that road of it so much. But, but my point is... If they don't have enough staff to take care of some problems here, right? How the hell are they going to have the staff to take care of to take care of this, right? So how is that process going to go? Are we going to are we going to hire more people? You know, how is this going to work? Because that you know, there's a reason why hmm. there's a reason why 24 to 25% of all new construction units built is Red cost for red tape. Twenty four percent. This yeah, I rounded up to twenty five. Hundred yeah, let's do it. Four hundred thousand dollars. Good luck finding a four hundred thousand dollars. Eight hundred. This 000, is nationwide. Let's call it eight hundred thousand dollars new construction well, in Albemarle County. So then twenty five percent of that. Can you do that quick math? No, real quick? I can't. Yes, you can. No, two hundred k. Yeah, but but that's as as it gets higher, it gets yeah, lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a fair yeah. representation. Four hundred and one hundred is Most, a better. Let's representation. use the stats that they get. Four hundred and one hundred. Yeah, yeah. No. So. But the bottom line is, it, it, this is part of the reason why it's that way. So if anybody thinks this stuff is going to crank out overnight, to Neil's point, it is not. They, they, I don't think, and staff could say they're trying to do this, but they're having a hard time managing what's on the table now. Forget about if things start upticking. Right. Um, it's going to be a long, flat line before it starts climbing up. Uh, Dr. Joey Anderson, welcome to the program. Thank you kindly for watching on uh, LinkedIn. We certainly appreciate you very much. We are thankful for so much in this community, thankful so, for so much in Almar and Central Virginia. We're thankful for family. We're thankful for the ability to do what we love. We're thankful for interacting with you guys on a reg regular basis here through Real Talk with Keith Smith and this network. This man, you should give an update. Actually... Are you here a week from today? So viewers and listeners, the I Love Seville Network will be taking an extended Thanksgiving holiday to spend with our family and our friends, and we will be off air through Monday. So we will back, be back on the show on uh, Tuesday with the Jerry and Jerry Show. Are you in the saddle a week from today? Uh, it would be Wednesday and Friday. So and you're Wednesday and Friday next Wednesday, week? Wednesday, Friday, 2nd, we're out of town. And then you're going uh, to the, can I, I say where? Yeah, sure, if you want to. The Caribbean. We go to our happy place. Mm -hmm. Say, can I say? Yeah, sure. Saint Martin. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to Saint Martin. Mm -hmm. uh, come he, back with hopefully a tan. He's going to come back with a tan. He's going to come back with some bottles of rum for the so, bar over so here. Talk about thankful and blessed. Yeah. Right. I'm thankful and blessed to everybody in my life, my business life, my personal life. So I, Yona, and I can do what we are going to do for about 10, 10, 11 days. We're bringing both our daughters and their husbands and three grandchildren. We're taking them down to celebrate an early Christmas. No, not I didn't get to you. No, no, no. Okay, okay. You're, you're okay, but not that hard. Okay, okay, sorry. All right, just want to make sure. Somebody's got to work, you know. Okay, someone's got to work. You're right, I got to work. I got to work. But I'm, I'm super blessed. I am blessed 
and thankful for all the pies we hung out and we handed yesterday, thanking to all our clients, because without them and without our partners, I wouldn't be doing this. Without them, I wouldn't be able to be taking both all my three grandchildren, which we, our three grandchildren, which we you adore. Uh, freaking adore. I mean, I, I never really understood being a grandfather was so freaking awesome. It is freaking awesome. Uh, and both my son-in-laws and both my daughters and Yona's daughters to celebrate Christmas and all our grandkids' birthdays are in December. So we're celebrating all our birthdays together, all our Christmas together. That's our, our gifts to one another is to spend time. So I'm thankful that I'm going to be able to spend some one-on-one -on -one time and when you get to be a certain age, time becomes very important. Very so, valuable. Very valuable. Very valuable. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to spend the time across from you, my friend. Yeah. 11.28. Look at that. I, I, time flies when you're having fun. So. Um, you're going to have some guest hosts. We'll, you'll make the announcements on your personal page. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. No, no. We'll, we've got two, two shows next Oh, week. that's right. Wednesday and Friday. Right. Okay. Unless I got fired. No, got no. They've yeah. got two, two shows. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll talk about that in the middle of conversations okay. for, for folks and uh, anybody. The rule is, if you're a guest host, uh, you're, it's dealer's choice, so they get to pick guests and topics. We'll find out if we have a show when I get back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, they can go ahead and do that. But I do want to wrap up real quick. Please. And um, one, you know, let's, be, let's go out and be kind to one another, particularly this next... We should be doing it, period, all the time. But let's, you know, during this season, during this time of the year, let's go out and be kind and thankful for, for somebody. Somebody that needs a little bit of help, go ahead, un, you know, just, just do whatever you can to help somebody. If you disagree with somebody, do me a huge favor. Pick up the phone and call that person and actually have a conversation with them. You know, engage with them in, in a way that it's fruitful, not hiding behind a, a thing. And I know we're on Facebook and we're doing all this stuff, but you know, on my personal thing, if you ever have something with me, my number's all over the world, call me. I'd I say would the same. love to talk to you about it because one, I'm always trying to get better. So maybe I might learn something and get better. Two, I might end up apologizing because I'm probably, probably wrong. So I'll apologize on it. But look, if we can focus trying to be a little kinder and communicate with each other on a one-to-one -one basis, um, the world will be a lot better. Place. Amen, brother. You, you, no you said it better than, Judas said no doubt to. Uh, you said it better than I could. So if we can end, if we can end the, the, our, our last meet, our show before Thanksgiving that way, just go out and be kind to people. I think you just thankful. ended it on, on a high note, and in the words of jo George Costanza, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Judah Wickhauer, Keith Smith, Real Talk with Keith Smith, archived online at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Click the Partners tabs and see the best of the best folks that Keith has personally vetted for anything you need from a home servicing standpoint. Judah, Keith, Jerry, so long, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Be kind.